Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. And Mike's been thinking again. I just wanted to warn you. It's okay. true. He's been thinking again. And he, he gets these ideas for podcasts in the strangest places. So what, what prompted today's? Well, yesterday I uh, was getting my hair cut. I'm sure you noticed how dashing and debonair I look this morning. Absolutely, you know, just blinding. Had to put my <laughs> sunglasses on. Thank you, know. you, thank you. Anyway, so I was getting my hair cut and it, and it reminded me of a funny story. You know, I, I used to, when I used to go get my hair cut, I would carry a picture of Tom Cruise with me to the barbershop. And I would say, I want a haircut like that because he had really cool hair. Okay. So anyway, I, and I, every time I would show them this picture of Tom Cruise and I'd ask for that haircut and it would never turn out looking the same. And I was always disappointed. And after a couple of years of doing this, I finally realized the problem wasn't the haircut. The problem was that I don't look like Tom Cruise. <laughs> okay. You know, like <laughs> true. No, no matter what you do to my hair, I'm never going to look like Tom Cruise and I'm never going to look as cool as Tom Cruise does. And that was a revelation for me. And, and so now, now, of course, where does this tie into voiceovers? It got me thinking about how people often want to be things that they're not or be people that they're not. Mm-hmm. And that applies to voice actors as well. You know, a lot of people want their voice to sound like somebody else's, but that's not the name of the game, right, Warren? Absolutely. And sometimes that's where we tend to want to start. And, and I don't know if that's terribly wrong, but you don't want to continue on that path. I remember, and I can only relate back to early in my radio career, hearing certain announcers on the radio and saying, well, I could sound like him. And and I kind of started that direction and then realized, you know, that's not being me. So after a few weeks of that, I realized, you know, you, you've got to develop your own style and believe in your own style. Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with being in inspired by a voice talent or celebrity whose who's voice or whose delivery you really admire. But don't listen to people and hear a voiceover and say, that's the voice I want mine to sound like. Because your voice isn't going to sound like that person. Your voice is going to sound like your voice. And that's what you need to focus on, developing your voice to sound the best that it can sound. Can I still want to sound like Barry White when I grow up? Uh, I got news for you, though, Warren. Um, you don't you don't sound anything like Barry White. I'm, I'm sorry. And you probably never probably will. Probably never will, but I can aspire. <laughs> hey, if you take up smoking right now... <laughs> Good. Now, you had a a second idea that also tied into um, this subject matter today. Yeah, you know, I I do. I find inspiration in the strangest places. And and yesterday, I stumbled across this website that posts uh, letters, mostly from celebrities and political figures. And it's it's hand-printed letters, and their tagline is something like, correspondence that deserves wider recognition. Hmm. Uh, You know, it's clever. It's fun. And um, I noticed yesterday, one of their newest letters was a letter from Quentin Tarantino to a 13-year-old fan. Uh, Apparently, this fan had written him a letter saying how much he loved his his movies. This is back in like the mid-90s. And uh, Tarantino wrote back a very nice letter, a very encouraging letter. Uh, I sent him an autographed photograph and an autographed photo of his girlfriend at the time, which is the actress Mira Sorvino. And it was really nice. And they posted all this stuff on this website. And I was thinking about how, you know, here's this, this website. And it's now 15 years since this letter was sent. And this person still holds on to that letter and cherishes that letter enough that when they found this website posting these notes, it that was the first thing they thought of was to send it in for, for submission or, or upload it, however they do it. And I thought, you know, it's amazing how much loyalty you can inspire by being nice to somebody. Because I would bet that whoever that fan was is still to this day a diehard Quentin Tarantino fan. Mm. And I just think that being nice can be a really, really powerful tool. And and I think that applies to when you're working in the voiceover field and when you're marketing yourself. It, it can be inspirational, actually. And, and again, I'm going to relate it to uh, something in, in my early and my career when when you're wanting to get into an industry 
you find somebody or, or other people to latch on to and say, you know, that's what I want to do. How do I, how do I follow in their footsteps? How do I do at least what they're doing and maybe even surpass them at, at a certain point? So I would bother DJs on the phone all the time when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old because I knew I wanted to be on the radio. And there was one in particular that was only in the market where I was listening to him for a few months, but I would call him up almost every other night and he was always very encouraging. Here's this 13, 14 year old kid on the phone with him. He was always very encouraging about, yes, you can do this, but here's what you have to do to be able to do it. And, and I just remembered that man for the rest of my you know full-time radio career and certainly up till now. But I guess what I'm getting around to is this guy didn't have to take that time, didn't have to be nice to me, okay? He was working his job. He could have said, get off the phone, kid, you're bothering me, you know? <laughs> right. But but by being nice and by making that impression, it stuck with me my whole life. Don't you know, many years later, I'm talking just a couple years back, I find out who this man, what this man's real name was, okay, because he used an air name at the time. I never could find him. And thanks to the internet, I find him and I'm able to email him and thank him for being that nice guy and tell him, by the way, it you know, you created a monster. I'm still in radio. You know? <laughs> but so. see, I mean, that's a great thing. You know, I mean, here's this guy taking this time out to be nice to this kid, and it actually influenced your your entire career and in some yeah. way your life. I mean, that's a that's a powerful tool. And I think, you know, that's the kind of thing that you know people can do on on the voiceover end as the talent. You know, uh, think about in your, in your daily life and in your daily job. I'm sure you work with people who are really really good at what they do and really professional. But I bet you also work with people who are really nice and really friendly and personable. Mm -hmm. And I bet those are probably the people that you would prefer to work with. And you know, it's the same thing with voiceovers. If you go into a session and you're just really nice and pleasant and fun to be around, but I'll tell you that that sticks with you. I mean, Warren and I both produce people all the time and you know, it's the ones who are just really enjoyable and have that sort of contagious spark about them, you know, that, that makes them fun to be around, that, that really does make a difference. And doing something nice for somebody, whether it's as a talent or just in a, your everyday life, you never know when that can come back and, and the favor can be returned to you. It's probably the, the best marketing that you can do for yourself. I had somebody ask me just this last week, all right, I'm, I'm really ready to go and get into this business. You know, what's the competition like? And I said, you know, really, you're not competing against anybody out there. And there's a way to overcome that competition, and that is, as you just mentioned, Mike, to be a little bit nicer than the last guy, all right? To be more memorable, to be someone that people want to work with. And that's that whole positivity we like to talk about. So there you go. You never know when inspiration is going gonna, is gonna to hit you. You know, maybe getting a haircut or surfing the internet. But the thing that to remember, you know, is be yourself and, and be nice. I think those will take you very far in this field. Now, if you've gotten the idea that voice acting is a fun and rewarding business, you may want to learn more by attending one of our adult education classes that we offer throughout the country at universities, colleges, and schools. We call it Getting Paid to Talk, and we could be in a city near you soon. That's right. The week of May 23rd, we'll be at some new locations in Michigan, including Detroit, Lansing, and Grand Rapids. We'll also be near Augusta and Portland, Maine, and Washington, New Jersey. And watch for us as well in Rock Hill, South Carolina, Roxborough, North Carolina, and Rochester and Syracuse, New York. We'll tell you exactly where and when we'll be near you if you want to call our toll-free number and ask. It's 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at 
gmail.com. Of course, that's the address you can use to send us comments, questions, topic suggestions, and you probably want to send some ideas about what Warren should do with his time should his beloved Celtics get knocked out of the playoffs this week. Yeah, yeah, that, uh, I, I, you know, maybe I'll just sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do this again next week in between naps. Thanks for joining us. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Today I'll be the lone run. The lone ranger. <laughs> Today I'll be the lone ranger, and, and you can be I Tonto. I can be Tonto. Okay. <laughs> or at least it'll distract you. And yeah, you exactly. Know what you're saying. It doesn't take much to distract me. <laughs> I'm like a raccoon that way. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I didn't know <laughs> raccoons were distractful or distracting, <laughs> distracted or or could easily. be distracted easily. I, yes. I, maybe they can. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, why are you looking at me like that? No, nothing. I'm, I'm just oh, okay. making sure you're still there. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden your head's like peeking around the window. I'm like, what, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> nothing. Thought, I, thought I'd give you a thrill. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So, you know, uh, I think we kind of, mm-hmm, yep. Let me, um, let me actually, you're close. as always, let me think of what I want to say. <laughs> before you before say it. Before I say it. <laughs> One of these days, I, I will learn how to do that. I promise. <laughs>